0: I first learned about Highland Software from Packy Highland Sr. in the early 90s. He told us at a John Carroll University Entrepreneur Association meeting about the new company his kids were starting. Packy wasn't a software guy and he wasn't 100% clear in the details back then, but he recognized the potential. Another person I met at those meetings way back then was Gordy Premer. He's the father of today's guest, Bill Premer. You know, I have to start paying more attention at those meetings. Cleveland area listeners to the Great Lakes Geek Show will undoubtedly know about Highland Software. The rest of you should pay close attention. Highland serves as a role model for companies, proving every day that a world-class international software company can operate and thrive outside of the typical locales such as Silicon Valley. They've received a lot of media attention for their cool culture. They offer a diner and a hair salon a massage spa dry cleaning services car detailing child enrichment centers and of course there are those famous slides a quick way to get from the second to the first floor cool culture is interesting but you have to have great products and customers too and they do with thousands of customers worldwide surging revenues and 30 or so consecutive profitable quarters highland is a success story by any measure plus You have to like a multi-million dollar company where the executive team puts their cell phone numbers on their webpage and encourages customers to call them directly. This episode will speak with one of those executives, Chief Operating Officer and Executive Vice President Bill Premier. Coming to you from the world-renowned Magnum Building on beautiful Payne Avenue in the heart of Cleveland, Ohio, it's the entrepreneur himself, Dan Hansen, bringing you the Great Lakes Geek Show. Alright, in this episode of the Great Lakes Geek Show, we're speaking with Bill Premer, the Chief Operating Officer of Highland Software. Bill, I'm sure that most of our listeners, certainly all of our Cleveland area listeners, know about Highland Software, but they may not know exactly what your product is. Can you fill them in on what OnBase is? Sure.
1: OnBase is the is the name of our product. It's the only product that we offer, and it's the only product that we've ever offered. And it is an ECM software application, the ECM stands for Enterprise Content Management, and it is really the commonly used industry term in the IT space for electronic document management software. So, you know, essentially, our product is a, it's, you know, think it's a big electronic file cabinet for all of the documented information that an organization, commercial or public sector, uh, feels is worth keeping. So, it's it's a very repository, but it's very easy to use from a user interface standpoint, and the point is to make documents readily accessible throughout that organization, and then also potentially to that company's customers and suppliers and others outside of the organization. So, some of the electronics that we will store uh, would already be electronic, like a Microsoft Word document, but others would need to be digitized. So we, we take a lot of paper documents and scan them into our system as images. So imaging is an important component technology of our suite. And then the applications of our product can and do get pretty sophisticated. We also have a workflow product that's used in conjunction with the document archive to help our customers streamline document-centric processes. So you think of medical claims, Imagination, invoice approval and payment. These are all processes that call for documents to be routed from one person to another. And we make the execution of those processes faster and less subject to error and ultimately less expensive to to execute on. And then, you know, our customers also often will want our application to interact with other software applications like their accounting system or their CRM system or some other line of business application. And so we also offer many different Integration options and, and, and methodologies. So that's that's what OnBase is.
0: Well, one of the many cool features of your facility out in Westlake is you have a, a Jacobs Field-like scoreboard with the current customer count prominently displayed and updated weekly. I think it was 5,692 the other day when I was out there. Right. Is the name OnBase is that a, a baseball metaphor? or Where'd that come from? We
1: uh, we've used it. We've used the baseball metaphor but it's not how we came up with the name in the the early 90s we believed that we were the first windows-based product uh, among the competition to be able to manage multiple file formats uh using a single relational database on the back end so we took the words one database and we just smashed them together (laughs) and we got the word on base the capital o and capital b and then in the early days we did like you said use that fact um that it was a baseball term, and we employed a lot of baseball um, imagery and terminology in our marketing, and it, it helped, I believe, us establish some brand recognition.
0: What's a typical company that might use OnBase? Looking at size of or the number of documents per month, or some kind of rule of thumb?
1: You know, there really isn't uh, there really isn't a, a typical size. There may be, if, you know, once you start to look at specific kinds of companies or industry sectors, but, you know, outside of that, I mean, we've got some 10 user systems out there, and we've got 10,000 user systems out there, so it really is a very wide range from the SMB market all the way up to the to the enterprise space. From a document volume standpoint, you could have, you know, a few hundred documents a day to, to, to we have financial institutions that are processing um, several hundreds of thousands of files per day into the into the system. So it really w- w- uh, varies widely. And even if you look at, just for example, our Cleveland customers, some of the largest corporations are using our software. So, you know, you got Sherwin-Williams and National City and KeyBank and Invicare and Moen and uh, the Cleveland Clinic and Metro Health, so very large institutions. But then you also have, you know, First Federal of Lakewood, you know, which is a, a smaller west side you know, several branch you know bank. You've got Mally's chocolates that recently became a customer of ours, and uh, the the Girl Scouts of Lake Erie Council is actually a customer of ours. A very small system, just a few concurrent users. Um, so, you know, a customer, a a client like that is certainly not taking advantage of all the modules and bells and whistles, and but but the software still works for them as well. So,
0: well, you've got a a lot of customers, and you're in a lot of uh, vertical markets, but. The actual first customer was uh, in the banking industry, right? Can you tell us quickly about how Packy Jr. got that first customer?
1: Well, Packy Jr. was the founder of our company, along with his father. Packy started the company in 1991. He was he was 23 years old. And the story is that he was helping support the computer systems of a very small bank in a small town in Wisconsin. It was called the Nesita Bank. And they were going to buy a new software package to manage... Their, the daily reports were coming out of their mainframe systems, and their copies of the checking and saving statements. And they were going to spend twenty thousand dollars on this package. So, Packy, who's in there doing some work for said, "Well, he he'd write a package for them for ten thousand dollars." And the bank took him up on that offer, and Packy went and bought some programming books and ended up, you know, delivering what he what he said he would. So, you know, he he, he uh at, you know from that success, he decided to start a company, and his dad helped join uh, you know joined them to help sell and raise some money, and they moved back to Cleveland and hired some more employees and some real programmers and um, you know kind of uh, you know kind of, kind of kind of took it from there.
0: How did you get involved with the company?
1: I knew when I was you know i'm a, I'm, originally, I'm originally a Clevelander I'm an east Sider, and I was living in University Heights when I was in first grade. the Holland family moved next door to us i mean immediately next door to us. And so, me and my brothers were friends with Packy and Chris and, and AJ, and they lived uh, next door to us for five years. And we've really been been friends even uh, ever since. And we stayed in Cleveland, and the Highlands moved around to Wisconsin and Texas, but we always uh, kept in touch. Uh, I was aware when Packy started the company in '91, but I was selling for a PC company in Chicago at that time, and it wasn't until '97. When I was working for Federal Express down in Memphis, Tennessee, when Packy called me up and said, you know, I I think we're ready to branch beyond the banking industry, and we've got a few salespeople, but could really use a, should probably start a marketing department. Um, Would you consider, you know, joining us? And so I flew back home to see him, and and I think was bit by the entrepreneur bug, and um, decided to make the move.
0: Well, your your dad, Gordy Premier, is a great guy. He's also an entrepreneur, but he's in more of the the brick and mortar world, you know, real estate and development and windows and more traditional companies like that. What did he say when you told him you were going to join this uh, software company? You know, I, I remember him being su-
1: supportive. I mean, I, I think you know he probably thought I was leaving this promising career at, at FedEx, and you know, he probably still knew Packy is this you know crazy kid that was living that lived next door to us. Um, but you know, like you said, he's he's been a real estate entrepreneur his his whole career, so he probably knew it was in my blood. And plus, I think you like the fact that you know I'd be moving back to Cleveland. I know my mom, I know my mom thought that's why I was taking the job was to to move back closer to her.
0: Well, Highland Software's had phenomenal success in the last seven years or so, profitable for something like thirty straight quarters. What do you attribute that to? The product, the management team, the culture the combination? What is that?
1: You know, it's really. You know, I'd have to say it's all of the above. I mean, I think you you have to start with a great product that delivers benefits that customers really need and are willing to pay for. And you look at our product; it's it's um, it's an elegantly engineered product. Uh, it's got some real architectural differences from that set it apart from the competition that just aren't easy to, to duplicate. We've got a great chief technology officer in Miguel Zubizarreta and just an outstanding development team. So that is that is certainly part of it. Um, we have a very strong management team. We've We've all been together for, you know, for a long time. I think, you know, the average tenure of the executive management team is somewhere in the six, seven, you know, eight-year range. And, you know, we just all work together very well. This is really a, a team atmosphere. It's the farthest thing from a political environment I think you'll, you'll find. And so uh, we've always, you know, been very much just focused on our goals and working together to, to accomplish them. And like you said, I mean, we're, we've become somewhat known for our culture here, and that's, uh, that's very intentional. I mean, people, a lot of companies say people are, you know, their most important, asset but we really believe that and then we really try to put our money and our resources um and, 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 and our innovation, you know, where our mouth is on that score. So I mean we, we are we are very much about trying to make Highland Software uh the most enjoyable and the most fulfilling place to work that we can. We really think that when when our people you know, when your when your people are happy, they'll give you their best effort They'll stay with you for a long time, and, and in our case, they'll hopefully tell their friends about you because when you need to hire as many people as we do, you need a lot of qualified um, people applying. So.
0: Getting to that culture for a second, you recently had a, a bring your mom to work day. Did, did any of the moms go down one of your slides?
1: Yeah. <laughs> you know, I didn't see them go down the slides. They must have. I wonder if the, we we had about that was on Monday of this week, the first bring your mom to work day we had 100 mothers um you know show up it was great fun we did tours around the building we did a presentation on what you know their kids actually do all day what what highland software does we 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 fed them lunch you got to sit at the desk of your son or daughter and you know see what they do all day there there was a uh, gift bo- box that we gave them as they left and one of the items in it was a bumper sticker that said my, I think my, my kid is an honor employee at Highland Software that so they can drive the back of their cars, so that was, that was a
0: lot of fun. You know, one of the things I like best about Highland Software is how you take people who maybe they're not uh, up to speed on certifications or training, but you train the heck out of them and kind of create your certified engineers and experts rather than just trying to locate and attract those people. Tell us about that philosophy.
1: Well I mean there is certainly you know there certainly is is uh you know is an element of that where we are trying to uh in, in for many positions and I would say this is especially the case for development roles you know quality assurance where we're looking to hire smart people uh you know with a lot of upside potential and then really concentrate on doing what we need to do to to unlock that uh to unlock that potential you know we 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 would be looking for you know some certain elements in the educational background that would illustrate for us that they have the capacity to learn but beyond that you know we'll bring them in and we very we have some very aggressive training programs i mean you're uh, for some positions you're in training uh for you know four to six weeks before you hit your desk, and we'll train you on uh, the our industry and on our software, and in the case of development, our our development methodologies, and in the case of sales, on our sales methodologies. Um, and uh, you know we'll have you know we'll have to, you know we'll have a very effective and, and productive you know associate in a in a short amount of time. You know for other positions. You know, you you do we we do require and need some experience, and that's certainly the case with you know finance and and sure. it, and uh, and our legal um, personnel. You know, internal IT. We're looking for experience. Some of our um, some of our you know business process consulting people, customer facing. In uh, some positions, we're looking for experience. Some of our sales positions, we're looking for experience. So, you know, there, there's a mix of both, but it's it's absolutely the case that. No matter what experience that you you come to Highland Software with, we're going to give you a lot of initial training and continuously you know, train you during your time here.
0: All right, listeners, I hope you listened well to that part. They, uh, Highland is always looking for good people, so be sure to check that out. Now, is there any news that you care to share on the IPO situation?
1: Uh, no, you know, there's, there's, there's really not. There's no news, and there's no. Honestly, there's no movement in that direction at this time. I mean, we are. We're, we're concentrating on, you know, taking care of our customers, growing our business, hitting our revenue and, and profit targets. We, you know, enjoy being a private company. It, it, it. Uh, that status hasn't hindered our growth plans thus far. Uh, we've been keeping our shareholders happy so we're staying the course for now
0: and finally you know you've been wildly successful in a not a traditional cleveland type uh, business what can other companies learn from highland software uh and take away from your success
1: you know i don't know if we've got I, I don't know if we've got a secret formula i mean we I, I think uh you know for any company that's gonna gonna succeed you know that you're, you're gonna have to we offer a product or service for which there is a as a compelling need. You know, I th- I think sometimes uh you know we can confuse you know gee a good idea or a neat piece of technology, you know for something that customers will actually use and are willing to pay for. You know certainly the 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 fact that there's a compelling need has got to be part of the the formula. That product's got to work well, and I think you have to have people who really care. That the product works well for customers and are and are and are passionate about it. Um, I think specifically to you know to other Cleveland area companies, um, you know hopefully we can just you know add to that sense of optimism that uh, you know a technology company can grow and thrive in Cleveland. We very much enjoy you know being located in Cleveland. There's plenty of talent and you know outside services available to us financial legal you know marketing and otherwise we, we plan to stay so if we can be um you know an example uh an, an example of uh that, that you can get it done here you know that's
0: good all right listeners be sure to visit the the onbase site at www.onbase.com or follow the links on this site and today in the great lakes geek show we've been speaking with bill primer the chief operating officer of highland software thanks bill it was nice talking to you dan You've been listening to the Great Lakes Geek Show. Come back soon at www.greatlakesgeek.com.